Yo, what is going on? It is April 2nd, 2015, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Steve Say, and I'm in the room with Mr. Rob Newmeyer. Hello. This is Jackie Turner. Hello. And nobody else. No. no. Uh, Justin will not be joining us this week. He has some pressing matters to attend to, and uh, we wish him all the best in resolving them. His, uh, his little boy's got a fever. Yeah. And uh, so we hope that drawer feels better really, really quickly. Feel better. Indeed. Good vibes all around. Yes. Speaking of good vibes, how you guys doing? Good. Good. I have a question for Jackie. <laughs> I, uh, okay. Let's, let's do it. What, what happened to your street sign? I don't know. Because <laughs> it, was, it was up about three weeks ago. And right. then two weeks ago, I saw it, but it was on the ground. Yeah. But now it's just well. This is gone. the thing. First of all, like a little a little background so people know. My road is tiny. There's like three houses on it, and uh, it's a dead end. So really, when you're coming along the main road, it's off of. The only way you can really spot my street and tell it's not just another driveway is by the green sign. So yeah, like maybe three weeks ago, I think it was like a windstorm, but like the whole cross sign fell down uh-huh. and was sat on the side of the road. And I was like, oh, but I could still see it. One day we come back, it's just gone. I figure like someone just drove past and was like, huh, I'm going to take that. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. So now yeah. you can't find my road. I've I've missed it. Like I live here. I've I drove past here it years. three times. <laughs> all the way. And how many time, how many years have I been coming here? Exactly. I'm like, is something wrong with me? I'm like, where am I? And I looked back and I'm like, I don't even see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is see, happening? I'm a visual person. Like, so I'll see a certain house and I'll be like, okay, it's coming mm-hmm. up. So right. that's how I remember how to get here. Yep. You know, I'm not looking at street signs oh, and yeah, stuff I, anyway. No, I look for that green. Oh, no, no, no. See, with me, it's something different. But I noticed it's on the ground. And then, you know, for it to not be there, I was like, oh, that's that's weird. Yeah. But last week, I think it was last week. Like, because your road is very thin yes. at that also. Yeah. So if there's a car coming one way yeah you, you have, to, have to stop and you have to stop yeah. and go down someone's driveway so <laughs> yep. until this person goes by <laughs> yeah but that's what happened last week last week i pulled down the road or two weeks ago it was sorry i pulled down the road and there's someone going down your street backwards <laughs> really <And> so i'm <laughs> like okay this is weird so i stop yep. just to make sure they're not like backing into a driveway and then when i assume that they're going to the road i pull into someone else's driveway yep and like they just go by me and look and wave i'm like okay that's that, that's yeah it's kind of normal around here mm. it is weird yeah it's a weird little dead end street but i like it you know what else is weird <laughs> your neighbors are weird oh my neighbors are so weird they suck the ones They're weird. yeah we have like to the we've north? got two no, houses sorry, west. yeah we have two houses on the road that we that, that are just neighbors mm-hmm. there's like my house and then we actually live next door to jay's brother and uh-huh. his wife and kids mm-hmm. so there's only two houses on the road where we don't really know them and one of them we never see them like they run the bowling alley in town, we know that, but we never really see them. Interesting. Yes. So I like bowling. I do not like them. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the other neighbors. You're talking about the ones that are right that way. I'm talking about the ones that if your car, if you park your car and like the shadow that is from your yeah. car casts so much as a blade, like a shadow on a blade of grass in their yard, they come out and they ask you to move your fucking car. Oh, so that's the one immediately next door? Yeah. I think so. Oh, they've never given me crap before. Yeah. And I parked they're, in they're front weird. of their house before. There's always like strange guys there. Oh, I think they've. I think they're running like a halfway house or something. Mm. They've also got two small dogs that are never out in the backyard and they never walk them. So I think they must like shit in the house. Oh, that's what we've come to this conclusion. Their whole basement is just a giant pile of yeah, dog shit. Yeah, that's what I think. It's really gross. But you know, the one thing we always think to ourselves is that 
all summer for years we constantly hang out till like three in the morning outside singing getting drunk playing loud music playing giant jenga yeah playing giant jenga never once have they called the cops on us so we're like you know what if you're gonna let us get away with that we're not gonna give you shit for whatever the hell it is you're doing in that massive like shed in the backyard Uh (laughs) you filmed a couple of movies here exactly we've like we do all sorts and they've never given us any hassle about it so that that probably means that they have something to hide yeah because they don't want they don't want cops around here absolutely that Mm. what this yeah their yard's beautiful it is, but there's like this big shed in it, and sometimes there's like weird noises, oh, and great. we can't Fantastic. figure out what they do. Okay. You're living <laughs> no next more. to the fucking Clopex. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Oh my god. But it's all right because we get to party, and no one calls the cops. So yay, plus side. <laughs> okay, that's nuts. It's an illegal dog I don't shit wanna... fertilizer factory. <laughs> I don't want to look at that shed now. <laughs> we just drive past real quick. I tell Luke, like, don't look to the side when you walk down the road. Just keep walking. So, Every neighborhood yeah. has to have like their their one story like that. Absolutely. I have a really quick story because I know we were running a bit long in the intro. No, like, it's who fine. Cares? Okay. I grew up on Harrison Avenue in Miller Place, uh, Long Island, New York. Right. I lived there for nine and a half years, and I had these neighbors. They were their last name was Roman, so everybody just called them the Romans. All right. right. My bedroom. I had a bunk bed. So I was like square with their kitchen. Uh, yeah. Like, and they didn't have any curtains. It was just like their lights were on and it was a bunch of brothers and sisters that lived in the house. Right. So this one night, like I open up my curtain as I'm going to sleep and one of them is staring into my (laughs) bedroom window. No, I'm serious. And I like flip out and I like I close the curtains and I'm like, just ignore them. You know, they're cool. You've been to their house to sell wrapping paper. That's still a little freaky, right? So this went on for hours. For hours, just staring into the window. Long story short, several years later, I would hear, I'm dead serious about this. I'm not making this up. It was brother and sister living in the house and the uncle. The uncle went crazy and shot the sister with a shotgun in the house. The other brother ran out of the house to try and escape and chased him to the to 25A to the to the intersection where just as he's about to shoot him dies of a heart attack. That's really freaky and bizarre. Yeah. Okay, I am not going to sleep tonight. Now. <laughs> <laughs> this is wow. who I lived next to. I'm I'm totally serious about this. I had like Whoa. a bad neighbor story. I think it's going to pale in comparison to that. What? When I, what? Well, when what? I was a kid we had this like typical grumpy old man that lived next door. And in England like it was a road with all semi-detached houses. So you got one house where like the house is split into mm-hmm. so we weren't actually attached to him but he was like our next door neighbor and he had trained his dog to attack people it chased me up the garden once um he used to throw like you know that um like ajax stuff like the really corrosive like yeah. powder he would throw that on top of my dad's car and he would throw nails down in front of the driveway what for no reason other than he was just a weird old kook that didn't like kids and he didn't like the fact that he was living next door to kids. So he would do all this weird shit. And then one day my dad had had enough. And he installed a big motion sensor, like like really crazy bright light. Mm-hmm. And it was attached to the side of our house opposite the door he always came out of. So every single time this man walked out of his door, he would get like... <laughs> and this became a okay, floodlight right in his eyes. Uh-huh. It was great. And there was also the time he th- my dad threatened him with an axe. That oh, was, yeah. You know, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so I had a crazy neighbor growing up too. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the, the worst neighbor story I have, and it's really not that bad, 
we used to have a family that lived next door when I was younger, and the guy used to throw their dog shit over the fence into our yard. Ugh. Now, my, my dad is, like, he gets pissed very easy, I guess you could say. <laughs> right. So he found where everything was going and put everything into a bag and just heaved the bag over onto their deck. <laughs> uh, so the next day, uh, I would assume it was the guy next door because why right. would this all of a sudden happen? But someone put sand in my dad's gas tank. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So he got like one of those locking gas cap kind of yep. things. Um, and then just weirdly enough, like months later, they were like buddy, buddy, but. Really? Yeah, because yeah. those yeah. things escalate like crazy normally. Yeah, no, thankfully that did not. But then yeah. they moved away like a, a year or so later. So Wow. So mm. weird. Neighbors my neighbor's weird. dog bit me in the ass once. Oh, great. <laughs> but that's a story for another podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, that's why my dad threatened the, him with the axe. Was the neighbor's the dog, podcast. Yeah, the dog chased me up the garden and it was like a big vicious dog. And I remember distinctly, I was only about five or six, but I remember my dad like standing there and me running into his arms and he put me in the house, made sure I was okay. And then he went down the bottom of our garden into the shed. And the guy was sat opposite in his garden. And my dad got an axe out and said, if that dog comes over here, anything it does to my daughter, I'm going to do to your face with this axe. And then nice. threw it in the ground and walked off. Mm. <laughs> Getting it That's done. That's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. That was a really whole load of bizarre stories to start that show off. No, that's great. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> this week, all of, the, all of what you just heard, plus... Uh, the games we played this week, we're going to talk about the news coming out of the Nintendo Direct this afternoon, our afternoon. You'll be listening to this tomorrow. Uh, and some of your listener questions, though, I will put a disclaimer in. Uh, we got a lot of questions this week, and we're going to be saving some of them in particular for when uh, Justin rejoins us the following week, because we think that he would like to answer them and don't want to hold out on him. So who wants to go first? It doesn't matter. I'll go first. Then. Okay. All right. So I got uh, on my Vita, I downloaded a free game called Woe Dave. Have any of you heard of it? I no. have heard about this game. I haven't played it, but I have heard a lot of good things. It is really, really wacky and really fast paced. It is like simple beyond simple as far as presentation. Um, think of like iDarb mm -hmm. or the BitTrip Runner. I think it might actually have characters from BitTrip in it. And it's kind of like, do you remember the first Mario Brothers game where it was just platforms and you were running and, and you know, yeah. knocking the things? Okay, so picture that style of platforming, only you have, like, enemies that drop down inside of eggs. They have to hatch first. Um, and then skulls come down onto the platforms. You have to pick up the skulls and throw the skulls at the eggs and break them before they hatch. Right. Or if they do hatch, you could pick up an egg and throw it in an enemy. You basically, you have to clear the platforms and jump all around. And the whole time that you're doing this, you get one coin per, you know, death or whatever that you right. cause the enemies. And you try to collect as much money as possible. Okay. I'd heard comparisons to Towerfall with this. Like as a, a co-op mode, right? Oh, I haven't I haven't played it in co-op. That sounds cool, though. Yes. That's <laughs> it looks that's like it's coming out for everything. I mean, I think it's on Steam, the PS4, the Vita, uh, 3DS... Awesome. Uh, iOS, a right. whole bunch of stuff, but I I just I just got it last night and it was super frustrating when I first turned it on. I was like, oh my god, I'm like <laughs> I, I'm lasting three seconds in this thing. Yeah. Before I left the house, I'm at like a dollar and twenty seven cents. Okay, how much is that like in game in in relevance to the like a hundred like hundred and twenty seven coins I've picked up. I've lasted oh, okay. like two All levels, right. uh, two like rotations of a level and whatever. 
but it is really fun and really frantic and uh you end up cursing a lot <laughs> you said it was free on the vita yeah it's nice. free and it gets crazy because you pick things up and you're running around and you're throwing it one way you're jumping back over to it picking it back up throwing it another way but everything has a timer on it even the skulls if you're holding it while it's blinking you better throw it if you hold on to right. it at all you're you're done okay and so, what happens when they hatch like then you've just got more of a problem on your hands enemies come out enemies fly in from the sides um enemies uh later get corrupted by things and become like hyper and start jumping all over the place <laughs> it sounds fun it's yeah, awesome it sounds yeah. crazy it's yeah. really really crazy <laughs> and it's so it's so simple like uh -huh. it's so unbelievably simple but it's right. really addictive and really fun um, I'm sure you guys can find that just about anywhere uh, to to check it out. Cool, it's very cool. Um, I, I could I could talk about the complete antithesis to that game from the sounds of it. I play that? I played Limbo this oh. week, ah, um, like which is yes, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of all black and white, and I know there's supposed to be a story there. I have no idea what it is. It's oh, you're going to right. You're trying yeah. to find someone. Your sister. Like yeah. you look like a little kid. There's all weird, freaky little kids running around. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. see that? Yeah, I, that was kind of weird. It's, it's a very sad story. It is, mm. and uh, but you know the puzzle solving elements were interesting and fun. Um, How many times did the spider kill you? Oh, many, many times. <laughs> I was that, that experiment about oh, right, it's going to poke me. Oh no, you know I went through it a few times. You know, the embarrassing thing about playing Limbo is I got it on uh, Saturday, and I was playing it a bit like in the afternoon, early evening, and I. I always thought I was okay at puzzle solvers, uh, you know, puzzle games. I really am not because Luke mm -hmm. the whole way was like, no, mama, try that. And I said, oh, he talked me through the first half of that game. And then it got to a certain point where I was like, dude, you, you know, you got to go to bed. It's late. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so he goes to bed. I lasted like 10 more minutes before I was like, I can't Wake up, it. Luke. <laughs> so I, even, I even let him stay up another half an hour after he was supposed to go to bed because I wanted to get through this particular bit and I couldn't figure it out. It's embarrassing. He's ten, and he was like, "Mama, you just that's just do embarrassing. this." I would be proud of that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. He obviously his brain works in a different way to mine, more efficiently, clearly. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I like the aesthetics. That's a beautiful game. Yeah, yeah I remember when that came out uh, in the Xbox Arcade. Like yeah. when it came out on the 360, I played the hell out of that. Yep. Yeah, I loved it. And what's really cool is that now that you've played Limbo. Um, the game that I was talking about when we were doing our end of the year things, Never Alone, mm -hmm. is going to be a free game uh, coming in April. I saw that. I actually already had a code. Uh, Melissa Megan that does The Misfits, Ooh. she sent me a code a while ago for uh, the game on Xbox One. I just, I really just haven't got around to actually playing it yet. But it's I it's like it. you'll spend just about the same amount of time, if not right. a little bit shorter, uh, okay. when playing Lomo uh, or Never Alone. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody cool. should grab that because it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a quick short one, and I made Jackie play it last week just for <laughs> yeah. just for shits and giggles, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, like, I love word games. Like, I play the jumble every day in the newspaper. Uh, I've always loved Scrabble and stuff like this. Um, so it was a free download uh, on the iPad that I saw. It's a game called Fours. Mm -hmm. um, very simple premise. Uh, four letters pop up on the screen in, like, a little circle pattern. Okay. And you have to spell a word with the four letters. Oh, no. And you have a time limit. Like, there's a timer that's going. And you want to keep that chain going as long as possible. So you're tapping as fast as possible to spell these four-letter words over and over and over again. Oh, man. And it's crazy. And it's yeah. weird because yeah, I was playing and she was sitting there 
and like the four letters would pop up and she would be like, oh, guts, G-U-T-S, as I was typing in like tugs, you know, yeah. so any any time that it would happened, come up. Like, at, at least a dozen to like at least a dozen times I looked at it and said a completely different word to you. For some reason, we both saw something different every uh-huh. time. But yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's just mm-hmm. one of those, you know, if you have three or four minutes and you're on a line yeah, or sitting in a waiting cool. room, just throw it up and and peck away. Yeah. What is it for? Uh, it should be in the, the iTunes store. Yeah. I just found Four. flashlights. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Joe, weirdly enough, I've been playing threes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I love that game. <laughs> yeah, I found that this week. I've been trying not to play it too much, but I get kind of addicted. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a very that's a game to easily get addicted to. Yes. yes. I like that game too. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so yeah, four is free, iTunes store. Um I just, can't I, can't I love it. word games, so yeah, try it out if mm. you if you want to play around. You're gonna have to show I can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Um, that's just fine. Yes. Um moving right along. Uh I finished Ori in the Blind Forest. Don't I talked a lot about it last week. Um just I'm I'm very much anticipating the fixes when they do. It's a it's a small team. They're working on patches to solve the uh, going back into the map and not locking you out and stuff like that. Will you go back and play it again? Yeah, you will. Yeah, with all this stuff on your plate, you'll go back and play it again. I now that I've played it and I've gotten through it, I could easily go through it again. Like I said, it's <laughs> you're giving me such a look. No, I'm I'm just <laughs> no. I know what you mean. No, will I go back and play it again? I would once I know that it's. It's all good. Yeah, I would go back. I would go back. It's a lot of fun. Like I said, it reminded me a lot of Symphony of the Night. And then as many times as I've played that, I could definitely stand to play Ori one more time. Uh-huh. Plus, if I'm going to be definitely bringing it up for either like, what's your favorite game now that half the year is over or like end of the year stuff? That is definitely going to be a contender for at least a few things. Oh, cool. So, um, but I loved it. Like through and through, it's it's probably my favorite game of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Just f- amazing. Uh, why don't you and I talk a little bit about Axiom Verge for uh-huh. a few minutes? Sure. Yeah. Speaking of your favorite game of the year so far, this <laughs> this hands down is mine. Nice. Yep. Wow. All right. Tell me why. Uh, I mean, it just just nostalgia reasons alone. Um, it brings me back to the days of like the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely beautiful and i don't want to say the 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 word that everyone says oh yes <laughs> but the metroidvania style game you know mm-hmm. go around find certain weapons that let you go through this part or you know find the double jump you need to get higher or get smaller um beautifully laid out map mm-hmm. story is very simple yet intriguing and then it just throws a loop into it with with the glitch gun. How about ability based platformer? Okay, I like uh, that. Yeah, we could say that. A B P A B P. That's right. Sure. A B P. Let me write this down. Yeah. Trademark. A B P. Cool. <laughs> so it's a great A B P. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, going into the game, how much did you know about it? I knew very little about it. Honestly, I watched the trailer that okay. was available on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, what really got me about it, the first thing, was the music. Oh, yeah. The music is spectacular. It's that like 8-bit kind of, but very like grand and synthy and almost 80s. 
Mm-hmm. And it just, it really works and captures the mood and the, you know, that era of gaming. And I just, I was like grooving on it. And I'm like, what is this? And I saw the style and it's kind of, it's looks like Metroid, a little bit of Contra. And I positively love the, like, same thing with Ori and the Blind Forest of these platform games, these 2D platformers where it's just go and, you know, survive until you find the item, use that item in the next area to progress. And then by the end of the game, you're using everything for the final areas, you know, at your disposal to de- to defeat the game. Uh-huh. I like that reward system and that style of progression. To me, it's fun because I always know what I'm searching for. And you get plenty of time to use the weapons that, that you find. Well, that's that's the trippy thing about this game is that, you know, talking to a couple of friends at the store today uh, who have beaten the game already. Wow. They were having a conversation talking about weapons, and like they both ended the game with completely different weapon sets. Ooh. So there's more to this game than meets the eye. That's I guess great you could as say. well. It gives you some variety, and it, and it gives yeah. you a um, a reasonable, a, a good reason why you'd want to replay it as well. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so then I walked away from the conversation because I did not want to be spoiled about you know. Yeah story elements and stuff so i had to go like shut my ears off in the corner yeah the story's kind of weird it is it's trippy um i mean just to begin and this this isn't spoilery because this is the opening cutscene. a uh, scientist working on a project with a friend and something goes wrong the building collapses on top of you and you wake up with like a female voice talking to you mm-hmm. and from there you know She's like, go. You have to go into the, the room next next to you and get this gun, and that's how it starts. So, it, like, immediate uh, intrigue. Um, do you trust her? Probably. Or do you, or do you not. think this thing that she wants you to activate that it's gonna like she's gonna activate then she's free? Of course. To wreak havoc. Sure. Yeah. Shit on she's, your day. She's gonna wind up being well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> spe- speculative. She'll. She's probably like the end boss or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh I don't know. I love it. I it controls very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, the just the the room layouts, like I said, they're they're beautiful. I love the old school map. Like looking on the map and looking yep, for the, the, old... the little piece of the map that's not there. That's how you know where to go or where you haven't been. Uh huh. And the crazy thing is that it's all one dude that made this game. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like very, 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 very little help. Uh, what was his name? Tom. Tom Hap. Hap. That that's it. Yeah. So yeah, he he's been working on this for quite a while. Uh, just came out on the PS4 yesterday, mm-hmm. and it'll be coming to Vita. He still had a couple of things he was waiting on before he can you know get it running smoothly, and it'll be a cross buy. So highly suggest it. Um, I'm sure by next week I'll have that finished. Yeah, and uh, talk more about it. I I really want Justin to play this. He will. I want you to play this too, Jackie. Maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. I like how like you were mentioning how tightly the game handles and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that it's old school. That's like that old school style, but we have like the current handling of the controllers and the systems that we have now that we don't have to deal with all that like chugging and floatiness and stuff like that. Like that has its place and it's nostalgic and all of that. Uh-huh. But now you have like the super tight gameplay like jumping 
into something and then realizing that like you shouldn't be doing that and then putting the controller the other way and jumping back to the platform that you were on you used to not be able to do that like if you jumped like one way you went sailing and just wherever you landed if you got damaged you got damaged now you can be like you know yay whoa shit and just go uh, you know go back, back. Mm-hmm. so i'm enjoying the the marriage of like the old school with the new school stuff and it's it's done really well it's obviously somebody who had a huge passion for that era and wanted to make their own game mm-hmm. and people always say like you know oh how much longer is is all of this retro stuff gonna last and to me it's like i i don't care as long as i'm having fun playing the games yeah there's you know? no like rules for that kind of thing no there are places for the triple a titles there are places for you know the middleware titles the, the these little retro titles there there are places for yep. they're making money people are going to keep making them exactly mm. it's not taking anything away from the industry like no. you're adding to the industry you're giving some variety and some you know price point variety as well so you can't yeah. afford that triple a game that came out well jump on you know at the store and you can download something awesome for 20 bucks yeah like mm-hmm. i see a lot of people like bagging on like triple a titles and i mean delays are frustrating and stuff like that but we live in a time where like if you can get your shit together anybody can make a game now mm-hmm. and that's awesome because some people that can't make it to those huge companies they get to form a little one and make their game anyway exactly and you get to play it yep for better or worse and all it does is add to the industry exactly mm-hmm. damn fantastic. right fantastic um i have a question for you sure sir why don't you tell me why don't you tell us all a little bit or tell jackie because i don't know if she knows about this yet the uh gta thing you were telling me about earlier <gasps> you have another fun gta story oh this is re- no this is just a, a very very popular game mode oh, that's so good okay that um was created in like the online map creator kind of thing mm-hmm. and i'm sure a lot of people have heard about it but if you haven't um gta online it's uh snipers versus stunters um and it's a very simple concept picture like a one straight road yep and floating in the air in the middle of the that road there's a shipping container Uh okay and then on either sides of the shipping container there's ramps and it it's basically four on four or five on five you know however many people come in there so one team has sniper rifles and they're positioned on top of this shipping container. Okay. The other team solely go into cars and they have to drive up the ramps and try and knock the people off the shipping containers. Okay. <laughs> Sounds awesome. So they have no guns or anything. They're literally driving up the ramps right. and trying to either skim the platform to knock people off yeah, or like angling the car. Uh huh. If if they're good, they could land right on top of the platform and then just drive just back and forth off. and run right. people off. And And they only have sniper rifles, right? Nothing else. Just sniper rifles up top. And then crowbar if you run out of ammo. So if like someone gets up there and gets out of their car and you have no ammo, then sure, you can go at them. But um, (laughs) yeah, they're literally aiming down the road. If a car is coming towards a ramp, you could shoot out their tires. You could shoot through the windshield and, you know, one shot them in the head. Right. And it's basically the car is trying to kill the guys. If they don't, then the people on the shipping containers win. And Otherwise, who's coming out on top mostly? Is there like a consensus as to who's winning more of these matchups? No, because uh, we set it on best of seven. Uh-huh. Um, and usually it went to the sixth or seventh round. Wow. So it's it's generally whoever's on the shipping container. Because like I said, if if the cars don't kill you all yeah. and you survive, then you win. Right, right. So they have to take out every single person on top. Correct. Okay. Yeah. 
But like I said, one well-placed land on that shipping container, and that guy could just turn and literally go back and forth and back and forth <laughs> and knock everyone off. That sounds fantastic, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very like fun mode. Um, yes. Hugh and I played for a good three or four hours the other day. Just, nice. You know, and it, it's fun. You rack up tons of money, tons of RP, level up fast. Right. Uh, yeah. It's it's excellent. That's Fantastic. great. I got to get in on that. I definitely have yes. to try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It does. Yeah, I want to talk about it because I I heard about it for the first time today. And if anybody hasn't heard, now you know. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. go now check that one out. Battle. I'm sure. Like I said, it's it's one of those things that that slowly has becoming super popular. And I wouldn't be surprised if it like this could be its own game. It's that popular right now. <laughs> wow. Where it could just be its own little breakout thing. Right. Um. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see something like it in the future. That sounds hysterical. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it just seems that tons of people are just going and playing that solely. Right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I like that. I said that last week. I love the creativity of people that are given a game mm-hmm. and find another way of playing that game. Like, I love that kind of thing. Yeah. Awesome. You do that all the time. What, find all the weird yeah, little you're, things? Yeah, you're, you're a snooper. You I, like to go around and, and find all the little hidden gems. I like yeah. weird little things like no, that. No, but like that's your bag. Like Justin's like the achievement hunter, but mm-hmm. your thing is definitely, you know... Find a weird way of playing it. Four-channing games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this uh, kind of leads us to a question that we had on Twitter from uh, our friend Andy, uh, who's at Historic Me on Twitter, and he wants to know... Why am I the only one that does not care about Bloodborne? Oh, Andy, give it time. You will. Well, my only thing is, then why did you watch Justin play it for like four or five hours? Yeah, uh, Andy. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, that that's fine because I'm sure there are plenty of people that, that care less. Oh, sure. But should we give him like a hundred reasons why he should care? Well, let's. we've all well, played it this week. Uh-huh. So, Andy, thanks for the segue. Ja- I'm Very curious. Smooth, right? I want to hear from Jackie first, <laughs> right. and then Rob, and then I'll tell a tale. Right. Jackie, how so are th- you enjoying? There's a, well, there's no, a little no. backstory. Not Jackie. How are you doing, Jackie? How the hell did you even come to buy it? <laughs> right. Okay. Exactly. So this origin is the story time. There's like a yeah. There's a backstory to this. So as I was saying last week, through or a couple of weeks ago, through some weird dynamic, it somehow ended up that if Justin tells me to do something, I'll do it. Uh, we don't know why or how this happened. How but... far does that go? <laughs> <laughs> gaming. Gaming. <laughs> gaming wise, yeah. So uh, over the like the last week, I've been seeing everyone on Twitter talking about it. A ton of my friends on, you know, I'll go turn my PlayStation on. Everyone's playing it. Uh, Bobby is a really good friend of mine. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, I've been talking to him about it. And the whole time, every time I mention it, Justin pipes in with don't do it. Don't, don't buy it. You won't like it. Don't play it. You can borrow it from me when I'm done. Don't get it. And I was like, ugh. Uh. And then after a little while, I was like, the hell am I doing? I want to play this game. If I want to blow 60 bucks on a game I don't like, I'm going to blow 60 bucks. So I got paid. <laughs> I drove <laughs> straight I to, yeah, so I got paid at work, drove straight to Best Buy, got Bloodborne. And interesting as a weird thing, the guy on the door at Best Buy was so rude to me. It was unbelievable. Oh, re- what? What do you mean? Well, it's kind of a weird story, but I bought the game and like I got checked out in the appliances department just because the woman happened to be there while I was getting the game. Okay. So she's like, oh, come this way. But then she didn't have any bags. So she says to me, just <laughs> ask up front. I said, like, okay. So I go to walk out and there's that guy that's always the on security, the door. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got like a game in my hand and a receipt in my pocket. 
So I, so I said to him, um, do you have any bags? And really politely as well. And he's like, uh, yeah, they'll have them up front over there. I was like, and he meant like go line up to check out. And I was like, no, no, no I, the lady back there told me. And I didn't get halfway into the sentence before he looks at me and says, are you asking me for a bag or not? I was like, whoa. Yeah, and like really aggressively. And I was like, and he was also like about six foot five. He was huge. And I was like, oh, do I need a bag? No. Okay. And he says, have a good day. And I was like, are uh, you too? Did I walked he out and ask like, for the receipt? No. And oh, it was those like, guys are usually all over. Exactly. But where's he your was receipt? like so rude. But I kind of took it as a funny sign that like, I'm going to go home and put this game in and everything in this game is going to be an arsehole to me. So maybe it's just preparation. He's just yes. upset about his soup for one. <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah. yeah, he was your first boss. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I made it past that one. Um, so I came home and I was like, the way I decided to approach it is I've heard so much from people this week about, you know, the style of game it is. I, I've heard so much about all the Dark Souls games. So I decided to approach it with the attitude of, all right, I might get frustrated, but I'm not going to just give up. Like I'm going to try. <laughs> and I thought about how many times I've played something like Trials Fusion, Rayman, uh, all these platformers that I love to play that I will play hundreds of times. And I'll play that same level over and over. And especially back in the day where you didn't have a save point every five seconds. Right. You know, where you had to do that whole level in one. And you would play it over and over and over until you memorized every jump, every punch, every slide, every obstacle that there was in that level. And once you had it all memorized, you could run through. So I kind of decided this is what this is all this is. This is all very mature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is happening what right figured. now? <laughs> I was like, so I went in and I was like, it doesn't matter if I have to do it over and over. I'm going to memorize where that guy jumps out from, what this guy does, how to fight this guy. And that's what I've been doing. And I've, I've honestly made like no progress in about four hours, but I'm still playing. But I'm loving your <laughs> attitude. Yeah. See, it's awesome. Positive mental attitude. Yes. Yes. See. So, so yeah, I'm loving it right so now. So what's tripping you up? Where are you stuck? <laughs> it's, it's the frustration. I got to the bonfire bit. Which... Very, very early. Okay. Like it's literally like past the second lamp. Okay. And there's a whole load of guys. Yes. Around, and they're walking on a patrol up and down. So I was terrified at first. And I was trying to take them on like one at a time. And mm -hmm. so I kind of figured it out, figured out like, you know, draw them away. Right. Nick, uh, Nick that listens to the show really helped me. I was like talking to him while mm -hmm. I was playing for the first time. So, you know, I managed to get through and I was like doing this and doing that. And I managed to figure out and clear out that whole bonfire area. After like maybe two or three goes, I managed to clear out the area. Like mm -hmm. took it slow and steady, cleared it out. Went through to the next bit and like peeked around at whatever the hell it was that was trying to bash that door down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I took a little peek at him and I was like, nope, I've got like 3,500, <laughs> like whatever they're called, souls or uh, blood, blood echoes. echoes. Right, I've got like 3,500 and Nick had told me you have enough to buy armor now. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to take, I'm not going to risk it. Even though I have to do that whole area again, I'm going to go back, get armor, come back and clear it out again. So that's what I did. Second time I went back, cleared it out. I got to the top of the steps and I saw the werewolves. <laughs> now at this point, Justin had jumped in on the chat. So I look around the corner at them and Justin's like, oh, all right. So what you need to do for this bit. And he spends 30 seconds explaining to me about how you get around them down this bit, over this bit. The whole time he was explaining, I was attacking them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I died with like a whole load of blood echoes in my pocket. And oh. it's like, oh. And like literally he finished explaining. And I was like, 
I, I'm dead already. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that's as far as I've got so far because now I've been kind of, I got caught up a couple of times because the thing that I found really interesting about this game is it never, ever feels cheap. It never feels like they're cheesing you. It feels like it's your fault. Absolutely. And yep. it's the same, like I said, it's the same with platformers. If I don't press jump at that precise moment in Rayman, I will fall off the cliff and I will die because I didn't press jump at the right time. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what this feels like. I'll go in and if it's like the 15th time I've done it, I'm like, ugh. And I rage quit this, af this afternoon because <laughs> I cleared out the whole bonfire. Boom, boom, boom. Done. I know where everyone is. And I just went too casual when the dog jumped out and I was like, whatever. And the dog killed me. <laughs> and I was so angry. And it, But it was my fault. It was my fault for being too blasé about it. You got complacent. Exactly. You got like, like, ah, just Exactly. It was totally my fault. So that's why I wasn't, I'm, I never get that angry and frustrated is because I only get angry and frustrated at myself mm -hmm. for not concentrating and focusing. Now, I mean, I agree with absolutely everything you're saying. Um, I mean, I haven't gotten as far as you've gotten because I've been playing a couple other things. Yeah. Uh, my one quick story is mm. literally right in the beginning of the game. Right. You make a character. I made my character. I, w I wish I took a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> as ugly <laughs> as possible right. with like the thinnest, longest face, a nose that curves around to his chin. Oh, jeez. Did his you give him chin... a unibrow? No, no unibrow. No. Oh, I like that. His chin splits into two, <laughs> so it almost looks like a mouth because his mouth is up in his nose. Wow. So it looks like he has like an open God. mouth. Um, so you make a character, you, you go into this world, you walk down <laughs> down the set of stairs and you see the yep. werewolf eating the guy. Yeah. It was like a scene out of Benny Hill for me. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't have any weapons at this point. So I went up yes. and punched him and it was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and like I'm sitting there running around a table for about five minutes because I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and take this dude out yeah. with my fists. Yeah, slowly, and right? One punch every now and then. Yeah, yeah, like you were meant to die there, obviously, yes. Mm -hmm. yes. because then you go to Hunter's Dream. Yeah, try to karate uh, chop him to death. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> for about 15 yeah. minutes, it was... One hit and then nah, 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 which <laughs> I really wish I had that music yep. playing. I did. I thought I was doing quite well with him because I did the same as you. I was like ducking at the right time, like you know, roller trying to get out the way, mm -hmm. punching every now and then, and I got quite a bit of health down. And then just that one time, I didn't quite roll in time, and it was just like slice me to pieces. Yeah, it was over. And I was yeah, dead. One yeah. Hit. Yeah. But that's the funny thing because you go and then it. Then I realized that yeah, that's pretty much the mechanic, right? It's just supposed to die so Correct. that you can go yeah. to Hunter's Dream. Yeah, and then right? it, yeah. it gives you more play mechanics. It gives you your weapons, and yeah. then you go and you literally touch the werewolf the next time, and he's like, Bleh. "Yeah, dead. exactly, yeah." <laughs> awesome. Um, everybody, You've got a lot further. Yeah, you're so. you're, you're yeah. way 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 yeah. ahead. Well, everybody's giving you some advice. Well, allow me to yes. to give you a little <laughs> quick bit of advice. Yeah. Um, that area that you're in, that you've been running and doing all mm -hmm. that stuff around the bond, the big bonfire. Yeah. Get really comfortable with that area because you're going to be going back there a lot. Okay. That is a farm area. Right. Because there's so many of the guys, but they're just like a basic level one. Right. You know, henchman. Kind but of thing. the thing that's cool about Bloodborne is that when you collect, like, let's say you have 20 blood vials or you have 20 bullets, anything that you collect beyond that up to 100 goes into your stash. So yes. if you die, you return back with full stuff. Yeah. The thing is, is that you get kind of uh, like you just assume it's going to be there. And before you know it, 
you see that like they're not coming back. Like right. you have seventeen. You had seventeen when you died. Now you're out because your storage is empty at this right. point. Right. Like, like I haven't found any yeah. super great areas other than that area. But there's a whole there's like two different ways once you open up a shortcut that you can go that you're guaranteed like at least twelve to fourteen blood vials right. and at least like. I don't even know if you do that whole big area, you'll get a bunch of, of shots. Right. Um, and that's the funny thing with this as well is that because of the repetitive nature of, you know, you, if you die, you're going to have to do that whole area again. Mm-hmm. It's you can go in and deliberately farm, but you're also kind of farming as you go through. Like, you know, yeah. I, that level that I've played that area so many times just trying to get mm-hmm. through. And every time I get drops for something or another. And yeah. yeah. The most important thing is to know when to back off and especially when to like when to go back to the bonfire and level yourself up instead of right. pressing forward. Sometimes you have to push yourself. Like I have a story that I'll tell in a second where I had to, to just do it. Yeah. Um, but don't be afraid to stay in an area that you're comfortable with. Get yourself a couple of levels and then yep. move forward because that area that you're talking about, the point where I'm at now I walk through there, I breathe on things and they die. Right. That's why I figured I, because this is how I play a lot of games, is I like to be over-leveled. I like to put the work in at the beginning yeah. so that I'm strong. So I kind of, I haven't been trying to push forward too much. The one instance that was kind of amusing is within like the first hour of playing and I'm still trying to suss things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you come into the area, there's that real big dude with a huge axe. And this he's kind guy, of the, the guy that I just drew? <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly, actually. Yeah, yes. really big fat guy. Oh. And he's kind of passed some boxes. Yeah, so unless you go look for him, he's yeah. not going to. So my exact words, which I said out loud, were no guts, no glory, as I went running in there and died instantly. He kills you in instantly. one hit. Instantly. The trick with him is before you even fight him, because he doesn't come up to you when you're around that corner, clear that area out of the boxes so that you don't get caught on stuff if you need to back up right and i'll tell you this there's only one item behind him it's almost not even worth it you can get right. it later right if that doesn't matter though it's the fact that exactly. i want well I that's, to kill that's the beautiful thing about blood war is that it becomes yeah, personal absolutely and you get that like vendetta mentality and you need to like one of my things is the guy there's a guy that you come to later um i'm ca- trying to be careful not to spoil too much about the game there is there's gunners in the game and there's a gunner on top of a on top of a tower and so i'm streaming and my friend brendan's watching along with a couple of other people and um i'm like i'm like everybody's like he's up there he's up there you know you don't want to fight him now right. and i'm like i just want to see like i just want to see what it's like and i go up and i mean he gutted me like real quick yeah so i went and i i did a couple other things and i come back and i'm like i'm hanging out on the ladder and I go halfway up the ladder and I just stop. And I'm like, do I really want to do this? Right. And all of a sudden, the like the streaming feed on the side is like, come on, man, don't be it. You know, and I'm like, all right, yeah. fine. And I go up and I danced around him for a little while. And he just, I don't know if he was afraid of me or what, but he backed up and he backed up in between two chimneys. Right. And all I did was just like poke him. <laughs> and so he falls off the tower and he dies. And he dies halfway down the tower on this teeny tiny little platform, right. he drops a weapon that only he drops. Oh no! Oh, no. And I couldn't get it because he didn't fall all the right. way down. <laughs> That's the worst. So yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna push that guy off, be very careful. Um, Actually, Nick, um, one of our listeners that that was talking me through, I asked him what his worst experience had been so far, like the worst, you know. Oh yeah. no. 
and he said his worst, I think he said he had about 30,000 uh, blood echoes. Ooh. And he said he rolled backwards to get out of the way or something and oh, just shit. rolled straight off the map. And he said, so he lost all of them. And then because he'd rolled oh, off the off map, the map and he, he couldn't, couldn't go pick them up. <laughs> he couldn't go pick them up again. Oh, he'd screw off. that. <laughs> yeah. He said he was, yeah, furious at that one. <laughs> I, um, I'm in a, I'm in a spot right now where last night, um, I was streaming for a little bit and I'm at a, I'm at a boss and I fought this thing at least like six or seven times in a row. Cause I have like a clear path to just to like run back to oh, really okay. quick. Right. But this is what I'm talking about as far as like stocking up on items and stuff and doing those runs and farming a little bit. I was down to I had one bullet. I had one bullet in my gun and that was it. And I had uh, antidotes, the the boss's poison. Right. And I streamed and I failed and I failed and I failed and I stopped the stream. And I'm like, I'm getting tired. And before I could turn it off, because it's that kind of game, I'm like, ah, oh, one more. Just one more. <laughs> and of course, yeah. the one that I don't stream is the one where I beat the damn thing. But I used every single thing that I had in terms of healing. Right. I was out of potions or blood vials by the end, and I exhausted all of my antidotes. But I killed them. Exactly, you killed. And I now won. it doesn't matter because now you can just go farm for a while. But you're happy yeah. in the knowledge that he's not there anymore. You oh, killed yeah. him. Yeah. Like how how, and I know you get him right away. But how rare are the Maltov cocktails? They're, in my experience, they've been pretty rare. Okay, because they um, start you up, what, like four or five? Or ten. ten. Is it ten yeah, they start I you ten. with? Okay, because I unloaded the ten on that fat dude, right. and it obviously does nothing to him. <laughs> I mm. tried it on the werewolves, and they weren't particularly amused. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let, let, me, um, let me just give you a piece of advice. I'm not going to give you the whole, the whole yeah. fish. But I'm going to wind up asking you stuff anyway, so it doesn't okay. matter. When there's there's going to be a fight in a graveyard relatively soon yeah um you're going to want to hold on to a few molotovs oh, for that okay. because there's there's a point in that match that if you land one of those the right way you've pretty much cinched it sweet so All right, i'm gonna remember okay. that i like the little tips i've been like getting little ones here and there not spoilers yeah just like a little oh you might want to hold on to that or you might want to go grab this or if you have a chance buy more of these and mm -hmm. you know there's so helps. much honestly there's so much of the game out there that i mean these are like within the first few hours like the first like two hours of the game you mm -hmm. might you'll find the stuff yeah. well yeah because they patched out a couple of the major like glitches i guess you could say today the uh, duping there was item dupe that you oh. could do uh for stackable oh. items if you had items in your chest and you bought pebbles, right? Uh, it somehow the pebbles would go into your chest, but duplicate the stackable items in there also. <laughs> so, like wow. if you if you had you know healing potions or what whatever right. anything that that could be stacked, uh, it would duplicate those. So that was kind of like a, a cheap way to yes to do things, yeah. which. It, in a way, it's like, okay, well, I could see people are going to want to screw around with that and take advantage of it. But in another way, like people that are not good at the game, maybe mm. that's a, a good thing to be yeah. there. What, the item duping? Yeah. No, it's not. Well. No, it's not. Like, I, I understand in terms of the online aspect of it, that's going to screw with things. If it was a single player mm. game, if it, if it was a single player game, Mm-hmm. I think it it would not be hurtful, but since you can go online and I think then, then I understand why it must be taken out. I think it would break the game if you oh, were, it's if you were of able course to, it's going to yeah. break the game. But give give the game to someone that would never play it and say this is how you get unlimited 
potions. Yeah. Now go there here. Mm-hmm. You can go explore and you won't have to worry and you could just heal yourself and you could play through the game now. And I'm I'm right in the middle with this. I'd say like I I don't think it should be in the game permanently, but when these kind of things happen, I think it's great that you exploit it for as long as you can and when it gets patched, uh-huh. oh well. Yeah, well it's like the loot gone. cave in exactly. Destiny. Yeah. You make Enjoy the most it while of it. Yeah, because it's like a little secret that a few of you have well, and you make the most of it and then... Like yeah. o- over the past week, somebody did uh, like a 33-minute run of Bloodborne. They beat yes, it in 33 minutes and I like everybody's like, oh my God, like that's so impressive. And yeah, I'm like... That, that's because of the way he got that one certain item but that's the thing like he he duped and and leveled himself up within the first couple minutes and then he like he wall glitched like Mm -hmm. through portions of the game and i'm like i am so not impressed with this anymore like that's that's not really getting through the game you you did a great job exploiting the game's problems correct yeah but 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 like that stuff is fascinating to me there's no honor in it well no that stuff is fascinating (laughs) to me when people find stuff like that because in the speedrun community that's that's key finding okay. glitches right. like that you know but it shouldn't be put down as i beat the game in 37 minutes or whatever it was you didn't beat oh the well game. they i mean they did well because then they have but how do you sleep at night yeah, they you have successfully <laughs> exploited problems in the game mm. in, in terms of speed running they have something like that where mm-hmm. okay 33 minutes is a time but then they have 100 percent runs go and get you right. know right. every every weapon mm-hmm. and item and then beat the game mm-hmm. right you know that's more the true the true time. Yeah. How do you guys feel about speed runs? Do you think lo- they should be legit? Yeah, I love them. All right. Well, it all goes down to my thing with you know it's an- another different way to play the game. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. When when the when those two times a year come around with uh, awesome games done quick, mm-hmm. uh, they'll they'll stream it on their their website. They'll stream it on Twitch. Some of the most amazing video game playing that you'll ever see. Like Mirror's Edge, two guys, one mm. controller, beating it in less than an hour. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Uh huh. Yes. All right. So Bloodborne, good stuff. Yeah, Ooh. we'll have some more about this as well, right? I'm really oh, glad yeah. that you're enjoying it. I am. Yeah, and I'm glad I'm that you me. picked it up as well. Yeah, I'll, you, you I'll were... be into it more this week. But yeah. yeah, but you're playing. You're both playing it. And I thought I would. This is um, good. Yeah, I thought you know what? I'm going to go in with a positive attitude, and I don't think I'm going to hate it. But it turns out I actually really like it. I really, yeah, I really enjoy my time with it right now. Uh, so. it'll, it'll make it'll make my my arguments for end of the year so much sweeter <laughs> <laughs> when it comes up. Love some support. <laughs> I'm really, yeah. It's uh, like I've told people when I'm when I'm streaming, I wasn't really into Dark Souls too, and I the I barely played Lords of the Fallen, and there's something about this one. It's so much it, to me. I played a little bit of uh, both the Dark Souls, not much at all, because I really just didn't like mm-hmm. it. I found it kind of clunky. And just not my thing. Mm-hmm. This is so different to me. It just feels fluid. And it feels like I'm fully in control of everything I'm doing. Yeah. And like I said, I never, ever feel like I'm being cheesed. Mm-hmm. Never. All right. Yet. Until you roll off the map. <laughs> roll off a bridge. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, Nintendo had a little uh, show going on today, the Nintendo Direct. And they dropped some knowledge on us on April Fools of all days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> strange day to host one of these things. Yes. But um Rob, you have a list over there. What are some of the things that they announced today? Uh okay, we'll go down some of these really quick. Um Lucas and Mewtwo in Smash Brothers. Lucas is from Mother? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was originally he was in the game uh in prior games. Okay. So he's coming back. Uh more new amiibos to be bought and scalped. <laughs> <laughs> Did they list those? Uh yeah, I didn't write 
I didn't run them down, but there's like another six or seven of them. Is one of them Shy Guy? No, Ganon is one. Yes, I saw oh, that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Mario Maker Delayed. Of course it is. Boo. That I'm, I'm, I'm pretty psyched for that, though. Like, I, I would love to sit there and make Mario levels. I've said this before on the show, but mm. so, yeah. Uh, the N64 DS games to the Wii U, uh, and you have a couple of them that'll be on by the time the show comes out, uh, Mario 64 and Yoshi Island. I want uh, Conker's Bad for a day. I wouldn't be surprised if they threw that up there. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, that game is... I've never played it. Oh, really? I've never played it. We had it when I worked in Funko Land when like you could they still come it. in and play the games. Well, what happened with that, because I was working at a Funko then too, as it was converting over to GameStop, mm-hmm. and Rare sent out a package, and it was kind of like a, you know, mature, be careful, do not open this around kids kind of thing. And you open up this huge package, and it's just the one little N64 cart in it. <laughs> and it's and it's a, a demo cart, and it says, you know, do not play around kids, that kind of thing. And it does. It looks like a, a kid's game. It's cutie, kind mm-hmm. of like a little squirrel running around pissing on people and shit everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a super fun game, but I wouldn't be surprised if it gets thrown up somewhere. I will totally play it if it does. Uh-huh. So now, is obviously you want to see that. Is there any other games, whether it be DS or 64 N64, wise? that you would want to see put up? Um, Mario. Mario 64. I'd love to play that again. Well, yeah, that's going to be there by the time mm-hmm. this goes up. Star so. Fox. That okay. that Star Fox sixty four those those aerial battles were yeah, awesome. I played that. That was mm-hmm. a good time. Um, uh, I mean, Golden my, Eye yeah, I was gonna say Golden Eye. Yeah, yeah. everyone, everyone still yeah. still wants that. Imagine they did uh, like an a, an online component for that. Just mm-hmm. bring back the original Golden Eye mm-hmm. online. People would be into that. I think you don't have yes. to do the thing with the cardboard to divide the screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine would probably be. Like Tactics Ogre or something. I never had a 64, so I'm not really, I'm not familiar with their library all too much. Yeah. I mean, other than that, Pilot Wings was great. I did play that. I remember that. I played that at a casting party when I did uh, theater in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yes. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully priced out well and and they they update it often because there's a, vast library especially ds stuff mm-hmm. hopefully they get a lot of that up there cool. um the attack on titan game for the 3ds that was out overseas will be coming to here nice um another new fire emblem trailer which i'm super psyched for uh then mario kart they're adding a harder mode uh 200 cc yep damn i mean i know all of us have stopped playing mm-hmm and I don't think a 200cc mode would draw me back in, but no, yeah. I have a feeling like, you know, party time comes and that gets busted out, that that'll add some wackiness to... Uh, I need to get that again. That's one of those games that I wasn't able to replace when all my stuff got stolen. Ugh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, uh, that'll chestnut. This one, though, I think you will get a big kick out of. Fatal Frame for the Wii U. Somebody heard my prayers. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, now, I was trying to explain, Jackie, what, what that game was. Why don't you? Because I know, I mean, I've, I've played them, but you are right. obsessed with them. Yeah. I, um, you know, in a, in, a, in a world where <laughs> there's all these Resident Evils and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. this little, uh, from Tecmo, right? 
that was who did that um it's i remember crimson butterfly the second one more so than than the first one but the whole mechanic of it is is you're walking around a like haunted grounds in japan and you your only defense is a camera first person no 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 it's first person when you hold the camera right, up right um but otherwise it's third person you walking around okay. kind of tank controlling your your way through stuff mm-hmm. and there's just like a game that has so much atmosphere and at the time the graphics of the environments were you know mind blowing and, yeah, and all yeah, of of these things but you can't see what's attacking you until the camera is up <laughs> So things can be happening all around you and you don't know where it's happening until you go into the first person to hold your camera up. Right. And you want to talk about like jump scares. Right. Because that's why I was asking about first person is I, I can imagine that kind of mechanic when you pick that camera up is terrifying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, like that. But like the graphics and the way that they are like they're ghosts. Right. Like so it's not just like, you know, zombie people in raw like House of the Dead kind of stuff. It's really like horrible looking apparitions that look as if like like their mouths are elongated and in screams and you know their eyes are hollowed out and they're just kind of like they're flying at you and stuff and there's this whole like underground world and shrines to these like ghost demon things and it's really intense and the second one relies on like a sister relationship and you're trying to rescue the other one from the other side um and just the it's like it's just you and a camera, your your bullets or whatever are like you have to pick up film. Right. Um, there's different types of film for bigger attacks. You can hold the camera up and look for these like light points and you link them together for bigger yeah. things. And you almost like it's almost as like you cast spells right. with your um, with your thing because the whole idea of taking a photo of a ghost to trap them. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it sounds fascinating and, and unique. And there is absolutely no part of me that would ever want to play that game. <laughs> well, just, I mean, especially with the Wii U. With the control, exactly. That is the camera in your hand. So <laughs> I would assume that if you're lifting oh it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you think that's what it is? Oh, it has to. And right? this was announced for the Wii U, correct? correct. Yeah. It has yeah. to be lifting up that gamepad. Sure. Yeah. I'd be terrified. Th- that'll be the camera screen. So, like, just imagine turning and looking around your room yeah and yeah. all of a sudden stuff like popping up at you yeah room. that's what yeah. i want all of that sounds awesome never would, playing it if if that's the way it goes <laughs> and i'm sitting in my room and i turn around and like there's a dude sitting in the corner <laughs> i will never sleep in my room again exactly. amazing i'm so I, chicken shit with these kind of games i couldn't do it are mm. they really gonna like are they gonna take it to that level though that's what i want to know I don't know. Like honestly, I just I hope saw so. the quick like, headline. Yeah, so. like if you were sitting in like the think tank in that thing, and oh, they're that, like, "We're, we're going to be doing this." Yeah. Like that's something that that guy would have to bring it up. And, and you know do. what? Would also be awesome if it is that kind of idea. Wouldn't it be great to like be in you know be in the house with your friends and like all of you sit around? You know, one of you's playing it, but you can all watch. That's the kind of thing that's going to have everyone screaming. Yep. Yep. Ugh, I really hope that actually that's comes my, to fruition like that. That's my favorite announcement of of the direct for sure. Uh-huh. And then um, um, anything else? There was the a couple of years ago they they had sh- a, a picture came out that was uh, the Shimigami versus Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" And then it died out. Yeah. And then they officially announced. Yes, they did. That is coming, and it's. Uh, the illusory revelations hashtag fe is what they're calling it. So that'll be out in Japan at the end of the year. Amazing. Um, hopefully, by God's graces, it makes its way overseas. It it looks very unique. So chances are that that it it hits over here 
you know that's going to take some some writing campaigns and and Twitter mm-hmm. hashtags aimed at Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks it looks some online petitions. Yeah, I hope I would play the hell out of it. I would I would play that in a mm-hmm. heartbeat. I definitely would play that. Is that it? Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, unless yeah, I mean, something it, was announced. It's as kind of going on as we're recording, right? It wasn't wrapped up. I right, think, we started when, we when it was yeah. when it was kind of wrapping up, so yeah. we might we might be missing, uh, you know, an well, item you or know, two. Anything big we'll talk about next week? Yeah, Correct. or at least you guys. I mean, overall, some pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're going away, aren't you? Well, I am. Where are you going? England <gasps> on Friday. Why? Why? Family. Well, I know why. <laughs> I'm trying to get her to talk about yes, it on the show. Why, Jackie? <laughs> I have a new niece that I've never met. Yeah, why would you go back? Old niece. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm mainly going back for the chocolate. You know, it's Easter. Mm-hmm. Easter eggs, proper Easter eggs. Going to like eat my fill of Cadbury's cream eggs. That kind of thing. Can you uh, bring me back? What are those things that Hugh brought? Oh, the crispy things. No, no, no. The orangey things. things. Jaffa cakes? Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. All right. Most ridiculous name for a treat. They're delicious. (laughs) They're awesome. How do you eat your Jaffa cake, though? Is there? I I ate a whiskey. I personally like, I eat all of the chocolate off, and then I peel the orange off of the biscuit and eat the orange, and then I eat like the bit underneath. No, I would pour like a quarter of a cup of milk and relax. How do you eat your Oreos? Milk. Dip do you them. do anything weird to the cookie? No, I just dip it in the milk. You don't like twist it off? Nope. Hmm. I do. Dip twist it, in the it milk. half. I haven't had Oreos in God knows how long, but. That's true. Have you ever like tortured your gummy bears and like <laughs> oh, given yeah. them little I've, voices I've, like, and then bit their heads off? Yeah, I've bitten like their arms off individually, <laughs> arms and legs and yeah. <laughs> what definitely. Is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> gummy amputees. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best is when you would get like a whole bunch of different kind of gummies. And like you would just set up a little diorama of like worms fighting the bears and nice. Yes. That's very creative. What's mm-hmm. your favorite flavor? Favorite flavor gummy bear? <gasps> Orange. Yeah, whatever the red ones are. I am the clear white ones. Yeah, and that's weird because they're the ones I won't eat. They taste like pineapple. Yeah, but you know the good thing, we had a bag of them a few weeks ago that Justin had bought, right? And I picked out all the ones I liked, and all that was left was the white ones. And, and Steve he... was like, "Ooh, yep. white ones." <laughs> Do you eat the black jelly beans? The licorice ones? Yeah. I can't stand licorice. Oh, I oh okay. Licorice. Well, I took I a shot of like Sambuca at a <laughs> wedding once, and I nearly <laughs> threw up. I was so pissed at the person that offered it to me. Oh, I love licorice. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Blech. Licorice all sorts. I'll be eating those as well. Definitely. Oh. I'm going to come back from England 10 pounds heavier than when I left. About butter toffee. I like that. Yeah, Do yeah. you? Sure. It's all right. Yeah. Werther's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to France for the day as well. So there's going to be lots of bread and pastry eating. Are you really? And cheese. Yeah. Cheese. I was just about to say you have to. Lots of cheese. You have to try and oh, smuggle back just like a little any day illegal trip. cheese that <laughs> I will they try. But don't it's make runny. over here. It's runny. That's it doesn't matter. Right. We're not allowed to clothes. sell that here. I know. You got to send Rob a brie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can mail you a brie. <laughs> Anything that is not pasteurized, please send me. because. I, I can't wait. I'm going to eat so much cheese. It's only a day trip because luckily I don't live that far from the Channel Tunnel. Can't you bring back like the short, like the little like cheese rounds? Don't they have those? Yeah, but those are, those are like, those aren't the runny types of good cheese. Well, it's got a, the stinkier and runnier it is. My mom and dad go to France just before Christmas every year so they can bring back cheese. Uh And I swear every time over Christmas, every time anyone opens the fridge, all around the house, you can hear people shouting, who farted? It stinks in here. What is that? It's the cheese. <laughs> I wouldn't last a day in France. I would probably die there if I went. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, that's my week planned out. How long are you going for? Uh, nine days. 
That's so, amazing. Are you so? Or wait, are you missing one show or two? One show. Oh. I leave on Friday. I come back Sunday after that. Nice. So, yeah. Cool. Aww. Very exciting. Well, we hope you have a great time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So um, you, UJ, Luke. Yes. Yeah. Three awesome. of us going over, and yeah, it's gonna be good. Can't wait. Word. When are you leaving? This Friday, Friday. At four <laughs> o'clock. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> four o'clock in the morning. Jackie, when no, are you leaving? No, because <laughs> no, Bronwyn's coming in tomorrow, oh. and I was hoping that maybe we could we could catch up with you guys at some yeah. point. No. But you're going to England and France. Uh huh. And yeah, four o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. which I'm not good at. Okay. I got Valium though. The yes. doctor actually gave me Valium this time. So I'm like, oh, all right. I've, I've given you your Valium <laughs> instructions. Yes. He, Rob did say don't drink with it. You're Yes. You are not to touch an alcoholic <laughs> beverage. Yes. When you take it. Yep. Uh, you Did you try half a one or something? No. Just see, this experiment? is the thing I'm worried about is I've never actually taken a Valium. So I'm hoping that I'm all right and I don't like freak out on the plane because that would be the worst case scenario. <laughs> But, yeah, but yeah. you were supposed to take half a one to test it out. I was. And then there was never a time where I was okay to why be off my head on Valium. Take it I've before the show. <laughs> I thought about that. Jay told me, why don't you take it before you record? I was like, can you imagine? Like, I can't do that. There are two things that I think of when I hear Valium. One of them is Prince Valium from uh, Spaceballs. Yes. <laughs> and then the other is in Beetlejuice when uh, Delia is talking to uh, Gina Davis's character. She says her mom's sleeping with Prince Valium tonight. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yep. Well, it's going to be my first experience 3,000 miles across the Atlantic Ocean. So You're going to be fine. Well, Ooh. I mean, obviously. You're going to explore drugs being X amount of feet <laughs> in the air is probably a good space. Yeah, exactly. No, because I freak out on planes, too. I, oh, I hate them, too. I do not yep. enjoy planes, and I get that prescribed to me. Like, he'll yep. prescribe me one for the way there, one for the way back. Right. Well, the person that enjoys our flight less than me would be Jay because of the, he's trying to get some sleep, and I'm constantly like, punch him in the arm. Like, what was that? Is that supposed to happen? Why are they walking up and down? Why are they sat down? It's nonstop. It's Do you nonstop. Like grab his hand and squeeze. Oh yeah, he has nail marks on the back of his hand by the time we arrive. Maybe like, you should give him the other half. <laughs> yeah, I should mm-hmm. do. It's, no, he'll yeah. drink. Oh yeah, he drinks. He just yeah. It's like seven and a half hours of nonstop me in his ear. Like, what is that? It's horrible. It's unpleasant <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> Have you ever so seen the Twilight amazing. Zone episode with uh, the Gremlin? Oh, stop, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, I try not to think about it. How about some questions? Uh, okay. Yes, please. All right, back to the podcast. This one is from Tom, and it says, Jackie, have you ever seen the Twilight Zone? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> This uh this question comes from Cody. Uh, Cody actually hung out with me uh, the two nights that I was streaming on uh, some Bloodborne. So hey man, what's up? He is uh, at Tedrick U T R H on Twitter, and uh, he wants to know uh, question for the podcast: Do you think we will see a God of War four anytime soon? If so, what story would you like to see? And I think Rob actually summed it up the best. Uh, well, I said. Yes, 100%. I mean, that's why they're going to be putting out this remaster to get it back into everyone's head. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had answered this like a long time ago. Someone asked something about God of War. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to see... I would love it if it's a new main character. No more Kratos. Mm -hmm. You know, we've kind of explored his whole revenge. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, Yeah, so make it a new you know what a new set it, of gods what if it was like somebody going up against kratos like you had to defeat him mm, yeah. i almost feel like like making the hero the anti-hero is going to be the new new thing coming up just just with with uh, i mean we're going to talk about it more next week when justin's here but like that the halo trailer and right. like oh master chief is 
bad, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. He's responsible. I have a feeling like that that's going to be a thing. So the I wouldn't be surprised anti-hero. if, yeah, he has ascended so high that someone new comes to take him down, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I will play it either way. I've played all the other ones, so... The only yes. one I didn't play was Ascension, mm. um, the latest one on the on the PS4. I don't know why, but like it never, never really like registered with me as like a proper sequel to any of the other games. But I'm probably totally wrong about that. You need a number for it to be a sequel. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> to go one, two, three, Ascension sounds like it was like ported over from the Vita or something like that. Mm. You know, you didn't get to play it there, so play it here. But whatever, I would be totally psyched for another uh, God of War. I really enjoy the series. It's always super epic, and they always impress me with their giant boss battles and just the scope of those games. That uh, some of those some of those fight sequences, even with the quick time events, like the quick. It, I don't even mind quick time events when it comes to that game. Cool. Yeah. What do you think, Jack? Are you like? Well, I have not played any of them, so I'm actually going to jump in and get the remastered one that's coming out soon. That is a good idea. The, yeah, I have a feeling kind of get caught up and because you like mythology and stuff. Oh right? yes, but this is the funny thing that normally you... turns me off oh, is I like mythology so much that it bugs me when it's inaccurate. Oh come on, you never <laughs> used to watch like Hercules and Xena? No. Oh, it bugs me. Clash of the Titans. First time I've actually walked out of a movie theater. So, yeah, it just bugs me. But, you know, I'll I'll roll with it. If it's a good game, I'll enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm going to jump in with three, and that will get me prepped for what is no doubt the upcoming fourth one. Mm. All right. Nice. Uh, we've got another Twitter question from The Noise, who's at The Noise on Twitter. What do you think Nintendo has up their sleeves for the fall holiday season now that Zelda is delayed? Uh, bugger all. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, Splatoon. Splatoon, but Splatoon's the summer? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's that's their big. That's going to be their push because Sky and Fox. Mario Maker's now yeah. delayed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sky Fox is out when. What Star Fox? Star Fox. Sky, Sky Fox. Fox. Sky Fox. Sorry, I have Skyrim on the head again. Um, <laughs> I don't think we have a date for that at all. It's supposed to be this year because they said yeah, that would definitely be out before Zelda. Yeah, right? but like, have we haven't even? Yeah, but now Zelda. Zelda's yeah, we've seen more of Zelda than we have of Star Fox. So now they're like, all right, 2016, it will definitely be out before Zelda. Oh my god! Mm. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they have in store. Yeah, beyond beyond Splatoon, um, I mean Nintendo, like straight up Nintendo, nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't see them. I don't see how they could not have a holiday game. But I would imagine that they're at this point with all the delays that they're hoping that Splatoon carries them through the season. Right. Well, it's it's not even that because they're getting the amiibo money. They're getting it's true. You know. All these little cuts at dirty amiibo money. Uh huh. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, Christmas amiibos, you know, put some out in time for the season. And, and as long as they yeah. have enough out there, sure. I love those things. Yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're cool. Uh huh. I, 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 I like that for what you're paying for, that the, the make of them, like the, the quality of them, even though they're just hardened plastic or whatever, they, they look good. When you, when you display them and stuff like that, they look very cool. So you had mentioned Shy Guy, but what like what's the other big ones that you would want? Oh God, man! Another Nintendo brand character? I would really mm. Mm. an F Zero car would be cool, but I don't know how you would incorporate that. I mean, maybe you could do something for uh, Mario Kart with that. 
Uh huh. Yeah, that could be just one of the Birdo drive around. Birdo would be great. Yeah, I would love, see. Birdo might be the one that would make me like um, go out and actually search. What's his face? Um, Dry Bones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dry Bones would be cool. Is there a Chain Chomp yet? No. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Bullet Bill. Bullet Bill would be cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, we just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 like it's never ending with the stuff they'll be able to pump out. I want Bowser Junior's Amiibo when it comes out. Like, like all of them? No, 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 no. The one, the one of him in like the clown Bowser uh, helicopter. Oh, with the little con- okay, sure. Yeah, he's actually a really good character when playing Smash. I like it a lot. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? do we have here uh we have actually we have another question from uh the noise on twitter and he says do you think the ultra violence in mortal Kombat keeps people (laughs) away still or is it just accepted as par for the course now this is interesting rob showed us uh, a compilation of the fatalities from the uh, latest one Mm -hmm. and i've always i've said it before i've always loved mortal Kombat. it's been a series i've played you know all the time and um i remember thinking the ones from nine were kind of cool and when you'd see them everyone in the room would be like oh but they were kind of they were so ridiculous and over the top but they was it was almost played for comedy more than anything um so when i saw this compilation before i was like how bad can it be like those were ridiculous how much what else could they do yeah like i mean nine there was a couple that were like Mm -hmm. but i think the trouble with these new ones is you showed us first of all they are a lot more visceral like a lot more um realistic as such without being realistic um and the other problem is that the graphics have stepped up so much since the early days that now it it looks real like what you're watching is real and a couple of them are just it's just nasty now and i'm not easily shocked and like i said i love more combat but i was like whoa that is like a step yeah. too far right there uh-huh and i'm not, I'm not gonna say that it's a step too far because i mean back in the day when this all went before congress for the crappy animations that were in mortal Kombat one right you know that was a fight that that if one and and done properly could have ended you know violence in video games way back then right so that's something that needed to happen and play out and that because of what happened then this is what we have now we have mm-hmm. access to to anything and it is amazing how it has just changed with the times that this is not only acceptable but it's just it's just part of that game that's what you're going to get mm-hmm. i mean i think i said it on the show a while ago but when i was a kid I was like 18 or 19 before I saw the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark because my mom would always cover my eyes because the face melting bit was a little too scary. <laughs> and now I've like we've had, you know, kids over the house like of all ages just all getting together. And I, Luke will sit and watch everyone play Mortal Kombat. And I'm like, wow, like my mom wouldn't have let me touch that game, let alone sit and watch, uh, you know, these ridiculous over the top deaths. Yeah. But we've kind of become desensitized to it. But there's also a, a, a part of it where it's just, it's so ridiculously over the top that it isn't realistic. And uh-huh, it isn't, right. you know, it doesn't it doesn't get you in that same way. I mean, we talked about it, again, I think I've mentioned this before, but like I watched The Thing and the whole dog turning inside out so didn't awesome. bother me at all. Cutting their thumb to find out which one it was made me feel sick. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so there's something about that realistic violence because you can relate to it. And then there's the hyper-realistic that it's just, it's so ridiculously over the top that as a human being, you don't relate to it. So therefore it doesn't shock you as much. Right. But this one kind of is straddling that line for me. No, see, I'm I'm so desensitized. Like as, as much as I don't enjoy like horror movies or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But that that's more of... Because, you know, I see stuff, it gets in my head, and then I'm, like, outside at night, and then it just keeps going into my head. And it's like, okay, <laughs> now there's a dude around the corner. That Like, right. that that's what happens to me. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, deaths and stuff like that, I'm just desensitized. Right. It's Which is really funny, because he says he's desensitized to horrific violence. I said, I put the two words together the other day, moist phlegm. Okay, that's just and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, I actually felt sick from that. Ah, it's amazing what you can become desensitized to. <laughs> two disgusting words merged. <laughs> so I won't say it again. No. But he's thinking it. You no. can tell. Yeah, now, you can tell he's thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> I think, I mean, there's obviously, um, I mean, I guess it depends on who you are and how you feel about these things, but there's a line in the sand as in like Mortal Kombat, as, especially at this point of it, in its evolution, is so far beyond. They walked over that line a long time ago. And it's, I think we've been conditioned as far as Mortal Kombat is concerned, especially when they kind of like pepper their stuff with uh, the DC things, the injustice things where the fatalities aren't as violent, that they kind of give you a break from that so that when they come back with this, I mean, those were the nastiest fatalities I've ever seen in a Mortal Kombat watching some of that trailer. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I really celebrate that kind of stuff because I can't think of any other off the top of my head, any other video game franchise that has consistently upped their gore to that degree. And also to have it not be a horror game. It's a fighting game yeah. and it's got some of the most graphic, horrific mm-hmm. gore, like you said, that I've ever seen in a video game. In all honesty, you'd be real supli- surprised at what they're willing to let slide if that game is going to bring in like, crazy money. Of and course. there is still yeah. a huge, huge fan base and market for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. got a huge fan base. It has a huge competitive scene. Yeah. 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 You know, and it's, it's just part of the game. I think it's being like entered into like some of like the esports stuff in the in the coming year or towards the end of the year. They're adding it as one of those games. Yeah, it'll be at Apex this yeah. year. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they run tournaments with it. They get sponsorships for it and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just it's such a it's such a powerhouse. There's other yeah. franchises like Street Fighter has its corners of the world where it's still super important. But right. as far as like American audiences go, Mortal Kombat is is pretty high up there. And I think the other thing you just need to consider is the more that it has a name for this kind of thing that mm. you know, oh, Mortal Kombat, they're the, that's the game that does the ridiculous gore and the fatalities. The more they're known for at that, the better it is because then people know what they're getting. Mm-hmm, Parents mm-hmm. know what they're getting their kids. Kids know what they're playing. It's, a, it's not hiding it. It's not like tricking you in with a, this is a fighting game. Now there's gore. Yeah. You know, it's like it's rated M. That's what it's known for. And that's fine. You know, freedom of expression. Like if that's what you want to pull out, that's the product you want to pull out. You're free to do that. Just make sure people know what that's what it is. If you want to rip somebody's spine out through their asshole, you should be able to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, in, in, in terms of popularity. Proctology. And, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> 
well played. <laughs> that needs to be the new Thank one. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, in terms of popularity and stuff amongst Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and stuff, they all have their markets, I guess you could say. But if you want to watch, there's this really cool, I think it was like a four or five part series on YouTube about the Mortal Kombat fighting scene. This was right before Nine came out. Um, and you'll get a good sense of, of how like close and, and tight that community is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool, fascinating to watch. Cool. Awesome. I can't wait to play it. I'm, I'm really excited about it, especially if they're going to be going uh, boss of the wall with the uh, story mode like they did for Injustice. Right. That right. That's what I'm most excited yeah, for. Like yeah, if that's the framework, I definitely, definitely want to play that game. Mm-hmm. Cool. Excellent. All right. So, uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to save some questions for next week when uh, Justin rejoins the show. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping and then get out of here for the week. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at talking underscore games. We're also on Facebook. We don't update it that much, but it is there at facebook.com slash talking comics PC. And if you want to email us, it's talking games PC at gmail.com. You can find this podcast and many, many others on talking That's also at talking comics on Twitter. Other shows you can find on that website, The Misfits with Stephanie Cook, Mara Wood, and Melissa Megan, Talking Valiant with Adam Shaw, Movies Talking with Brian Verderosa, Tim Oliphant, and I can't remember the other guy's name because I only met him once. I feel really bad. Uh, and then there is Sir Rob and Justin's new joint called Backup Stories. Mm-hmm. Remind, remind the people a little bit what that is. Uh, it's... Like a look into Justin and I's personal conversations, like when we get our new books and we just sit around and talk about the new books. But you get to see their handsome faces, too. Yes. On YouTube. You get to see them in the flesh, or you can listen to it through mm-hmm. iTunes. Yeah, you can go to iTunes and subscribe to the Talking Comics uh, special feed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've, we've done three. We got our fourth one coming up this Friday. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Uh, if you guys want to get in touch with us personally on Twitter, my Twitter handle is at dead underscore anchorist. Jackie. At Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. And Rob. At dusk1020. Oh, yeah. All right, so that's going to do it for the Talking Games podcast. Thank you very much for hanging out with us this week. We will see you next time. Hello.